2: Hey everybody, welcome to the first ever What Culture Gaming podcast. This thing has been a long time coming. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Jules Gill. Hey! And Josh Brown. Always a pleasure. Yes, and we'll rotate some people in and out as the episodes continue to roll in. So I thought we would rattle through a bunch of news posts, little things that you can also check out on the website. Uh, and on the YouTube channel as well for more in-depth things. We'll have a little bit of a banner, and then we'll crack on with some questions. So, first order of business is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Ooh, um, got, what a game. Yes. What a game, man. Got I mean, this, this is
3: shaping things. up to be one of my favorite looking and possibly playing games of all time. Because mm-hmm. just the atmosphere of being set in, like, Edo Japan, having all of these sort of, like, crazy monstrous things going on mm-hmm. and also have it sort of look as beautiful as it does. It does look I'm gorgeous. I'm, I'm the um,
2: the thing that broke the other day was that it seems to be having this huge focus on stealth, um, which we did a, do a video on. Yep. But um, yeah, basically it just seems that you can thin the ranks of people and you can dive in and kind of just play it like Tenchu, mm. which is, I, I have wanted a, a sequel to Tenchu, yeah. since Tenchu Z, which a lot of people don't like. Tenchu 2, uh, Rise of the Assassin or whatever it was called, that was yeah. the best one because it had
3: a level editor and it was very, well, I won't say bad, but it was mm. rudimentary, uh, but I got a lot out of it.
4: <laughs> that was always was, was too young for Tenchu. You know? right. I played a little bit of it, so this kind of means nothing for me. It's the mm. Bloodborne comparisons that I'm, I'm really interesting because it looks like a sort of even faster-paced, more blockbuster-style Bloodborne. There is one thing that we haven't really touched upon yet that I see a lot in the comments, and that is it's being published by Activision. Now, that is is a worry. Yes, which is a worry. Why?
2: How or when did they get their hooks in?
3: Since
4: the very beginning of it. But they kept it
3: quiet, because obviously there is the kind of social stigma of being associated with Activision. (laughs) Now, I totally understand why, but the only thing is that we have to admit that Activision even though they don't get as much public love as possibly they should mm. do because of the fact of all the stuff they've done in the past they do make slick games they yes. make very slick yes, games they, they the are they're,
4: they're slippery bananas themselves <laughs> so they make very slippery games mm-hmm. and it's weird that this is one of their games outside of like their like big core franchise, it's not a Call of Duty, it's not a sort of Overwatch. I know that's Blizzard, but it's Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. So to see them sort of pick this up, it's it seems like it's more along the lines of I know it's a weird comparison, but Crash Insane trilogy. It's sort of like something that's going to give them <laughs> good will. 2016, yeah, can- uh, yeah that's gonna even, be best. best game of 2016. I
2: can't even. 2017. At some point, we might do a, some sort of I don't know some sort of game of the year based podcast ranking thing because oh my god, we need to do that. was that 20, just, 2017. Was that last, yeah, 2017's that best game of the year according to these two people was. Crash Panic at the End Trilogy, which
4: I, I, I mean, I I struggle to find the words, and usually I can talk for many hours. The, the point is, they didn't crowbar microtransactions into crash at the end of the Crash Bandicoot game. No, so I, I hope they won't do it in this. I hope it's one of those releases that they put out and that it gains them a lot mm. of goodwill mm-hmm. from it. And it's yeah. a it's a high quality just sort of prestige title in a way it's yeah. not it's going to give them a lot of money it, it, it will give them it answers a question
3: yeah. that uh, you posed in an article recently which was Activision have stopped making games this mm-hmm. is actually a direct uh, counterpoint to that saying yes we are tying it with other publishers to make unique uh, IPs yeah. and I just hope this game does well, because I feel yeah. like it's it's striding very confidently in a niche that just doesn't... It I hasn't do, been filled. I do
2: like that, like, you have like, you know, they started out with Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and then you went mm. into Bloodborne, like, more action-focused and mm. dodging and that kind of thing, and it's like, well, where do you go from here? And their response was, well, why don't we try a different genre entirely and do stealth? Yeah. And, like, that's just cool. I mean, like I said, from the Tenju perspective, but also just the idea of FromSoft going back to stealth yeah. again. Because people forget that they did Tenchu yeah. in the first place.
3: I'd be worried, actually, if they um, went further down the action of sorry, the line of putting even more action in because Mm. one of the games that I felt was really tried to ape um, what Dark Souls, Demon Souls were doing, but did it in possibly the wrong way mm-hmm. because it was too over the top. Was the Surge? I feel oh, like they—they—I yeah. they, they, like they the tr- know you did, but it's—they—they they tried too hard, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like Laws of the Fallen and stuff like that, where they yeah. basically just try and turn it into an action RPG, and that's not necessarily
2: why people love Dark Souls. No, I think it's more like, more like contemplative, like really deliberate level design, and yeah. like you know grinding through it and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, you just played through Dark Souls Remastered, didn't oh,
4: you? Oh, it is. I mean, it's always been. Great. It. I've always <laughs> loved Dark Souls, but going through it again, I've I've played Dark Souls 1, I've I played Bloodborne, and uh, i played Dark Souls 3, and mm-hmm. I really love the series, but for some reason I went back to Dark Souls Remastered, mm-hmm. and it's it's not that it clicked, because it clicked for me somewhere along Bloodborne, but it was like I was seeing it again, I knew exactly what yeah. I was doing, I understood right. it so thoroughly, and it's weird that it took so many hours and so many games to get to that point, I mean, I always thought I got it, it was always one of my favourite games, mm-hmm. and I played it again, and I was like, man, this is just... This works after so long away, yep. after twice through, this works, and I hope Sekiro is is exactly the same. I hope I get that same, not complexity, but that same depth to it. I hope it has yeah. the same depth yeah. to yeah. it.
2: I think it should do. Um, moving on from that, one of the other things, just a small thing, is that God of War is finally getting a uh, new Game Plus mode. They're rolling out on August 20th. Fair um, so if you just haven't uh, any excuse to go back through what is possibly the best game of the year so far... <laughs> Uh, you can now do that starting out with everything that you finish with. I
4: realised the other day I had a sort of moment where I jolted out of bed and I was like, <laughs> my God, I haven't beat the final Valkyrie in that. I remember getting Oh, God, it yeah, you haven't. And I, I, was just, I just freaked out. I was like, something in my OCD just went off. I was like, I need, I need to yeah, yeah, go back yeah, yeah, and play. But yeah. I'll, I'll be so rusty now that I couldn't do it when I at the height of my yep, powers. Yep. And I'm not going to be able to do it now. So you're going to start
3: again and I then might, just go through? I might oh, do. I might
4: do. But then it'll be even harder when I get to it at the end because it'll have... It was skilled.
2: Those Valkyrie fights are. are. Cheap and uh, and just frustrating not a fan and not a them, fun... are you? No, like yeah. I like I played through all the Souls games and loads of the Fallen Surge, everything. Yeah. Like, give me hard games, but like, yeah, the those fights, man. Like, I I don't know. You've got to you've got to dig deep to get through yeah. them. See,
4: I didn't think they were cheap. Once I got like the because um, if you abuse I can't what they're called, but the L one and R one, R two and L two, sort of super the runes. The runes if, uh, you, if you sort of abuse them in a way and sort of wait till they kind of reload, you can take most of those Valkyries out easy, and that's what I was doing all the way through. Mm-hmm. You can't do, do that, that with the on, last this, one on this last one. You <laughs> cannot
2: do it. Uh, one of the biggest things that happened um, just yesterday was the Red Dead stuff Red Dead gameplay um, yeah 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 it, look, it looks
3: fantastic I mean yes. like Rockstar have just got this ability to take any premise and cover it with so much charm and style that's just yeah it feels it looks beautiful and hopefully according to because I know that IGN those those cheeky cheeky bits <laughs> managed to get a hands-on preview with it and they said it was to quote them bloody brilliant yes so I'm hoping that it will be as good when it comes out for us
2: the thing that I want them to do more of again you can check out the video that was we did, the reactions video, me, Josh, and Ewan did, but I want them to do, because they said they're going to do a series of videos like revealing different parts of the gameplay. So the first one was very like world focused, um, which looks great, but I want gameplay.
3: Yeah, it was a bit of an odd choice to start with the sort of activities before the main, but then again, they are very clever. They're kind of doing how the opposite of Red Dead uh, Redemption worked, where Mm. it was the main game that they did for ages. And then when the DLC came out, they covered the sort of basics of the gambling Mm -hmm. and more sort of Mm -hmm. like horse racing and stuff like that. This time around, they're saying like, Trust me, guys. You you you're gonna want to wait for this one. <laughs> but here's just something to
4: whet the appetite. Yeah. I think I mean, but like I mean, when's it coming out? Like it's October 26th ish. Right, it's that month. So yeah, it's like we're not that far off it, really. No, um, and it's just
2: like it's about time that you started showing off like the main differentiations from that to the first one. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I I want something more substantial. Maybe
3: they're just so confident. In they are. I mean, they're rockstar Yeah, like, I mean, yeah.
2: the amount of money that GTA
3: 5 is still making them, they ain't hurting for cash. Exactly. So, so they can True. they can do whatever they bloody
2: well want. Stuff. Very true. Um, the other thing that was massive was um, that me and you did a little video on um, that people can go and check out was EA's new mandate to move away from microtransactions yeah. and loot boxes and all that kind of stuff. Um, they basically seem to they've cottoned onto the fact that their reputation is the in moral the compass. Wasn't yes, it? and they've uh, got an internal um, mandate now called the EA Moral Compass, um, or at least that was how one of the guys d- described it. And it means that on the development side, as soon as games go start getting put together, they want to make sure that they're not I don't know abusing ethical or moral standards, yep. um, which should mean that going forward we don't get any games that are pilfered to get as much money out of people as possible. Yeah,
3: I'm. Uh,
2: if it's true, I don't believe
3: it. To but be honest, then but again. I'm sure. EA likes money, and we have to remember that talk is cheap. <laughs> yes. so that EA is, likes money. I, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but they're, oh. they're, they're <laughs> that's new. They're not your mum and dad uh, publisher down the road, really, no. are they? You know, they're not the uh, local
2: greengrocers. They are Tesco's. <laughs> <laughs> that was your pivot. Not like Walmart or something. No, no, no they are. Te- they are Tesco's. They're yeah, the conglomerate that is Tesco's. Um, yeah, I mean the next big thing on their docket is uh, Battlefront Five. Yes, um, About Battlefield Fields Five. Battlefield. Sorry. Battlefield um, So I guess we'll see how that gets handled, but because they've already got cosmetics. Stores and things like that. Yeah, and uh, and as I was saying
3: to you guys before, like I genuinely think that the cosmetics thing—I've got no issue with it. Mm. That's what Overwatch does and yep. things like that. That's fine. I do have, after reading the comments from the video that we put out, maybe there's a proviso that I should add on, which is just that I don't agree with randomly generated uh, cosmetics. So right. say I'm pouring in uh, 10 quid extra into this game because I want to buy, like, I don't know, a Drummer Boy jacket to relive those MCR days, you know, back of in course. the day. Who doesn't? That <laughs> black parade, where am I at? But but it's like, God. maybe maybe I want to buy that. I don't want to randomly hope I get that. Like, that's, that's a problem. I, I, I'm
4: mm. t- totally with you. I, I think cosmetic DLC is fine ostensibly, but... I hate, hate, hate just rolling a dice and hoping I get something that looks yeah. cool. I played a lot of Overwatch. I play loads of Rainbow Six Siege, but my characters in those games look absolutely naff. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege, <laughs> especially, it's it's extortionate the amount of money you have to pay to get get like a skin or mm-hmm. something something like that. Otherwise, you roll the dice and open packs and hope yeah. you get it. And it's just I want to look cool and I want to be rewarded for yep. the amount of time I put into these games. And I think you used to get that, but. We've moved away from that sort of sensibility now.
3: God, do you remember the days of just being able to unlock skins? Like, I remember <laughs> the first time, and I know it's quite late in the day that I really realized it was when I was playing Resident Evil 5. Right. And do you remember that you got the pre-order bonuses for unlocking, uh, like, uh, not pre-order bonuses, was it... For completing mercenaries, you unlock different outfits yeah. right. like Leon and Shiva, or Shiva. Shiva. And, um... Then afterwards it was like, but you can also buy these ones, but you can also buy these ones. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise that I would have to ever buy
4: what my character looks like. I, mm. I also had one of those moments, I think it was with um, Batman Arkham City or Arkham Knight. Oh, probably City even was really bad. For oh, me. but they
3: had 12 different outfits, yep. yeah. didn't yeah. they? You actually yeah, yeah. Like,
4: pre-order them and obviously at the time I had no disposable income at all yeah. and I was like, I just can't, I can't <laughs> buy skins. It was like, I want want everyone knows the best
3: skin from that one was the Batman Beyond one that that was hands down they could have easily charged like five quid a piece for that and I would have bought it (laughs) but the fact (laughs) is that they did it in so many different ways like I'll pre-order it from game and you get this one pre-order it from game
2: whatever The thing is though you don't realise just how much the industry steered into that stuff like I mean just the the general the fact that even Bethesda like the amount of money that they make from Fallout Shelter it makes up like a, a huge chunk of their overall revenue and it's just like obviously there's the massive moral ethical outcome as to how games are pilfered to death. But it makes up so much money, they can't deny it. No, Like like, nearly everything is a stock cap. It's like, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, no, we'll we'll fix it. But no, but seriously, people are still spending a lot of money on this. And we need to keep these revenue streams going.
3: The thing is, is you've got to look at it almost like the way that YouTube runs. It Mm -hmm. was when it, back before we started, it was like the Wild West. Like (laughs) anyone could come along and wouldn't make any money, but you'd be huge. And as soon as the money came into it, people just went crazy with it. And now we're getting the limitations. Now we're getting Mm -hmm. the clampdowns and the advertising revenue and changes of the policies and stuff like that. But that's what's happening with games now. We've had the Wild West section where people are going crazy and can charge anything for anything. I mean, we all remember the Skyrim horse armour as being one of the most egregious examples of that. But now we are finally getting to the point where, no, loot boxes, they're illegal in certain, the, countries, in, in certain yeah. countries but that is a stepping point to move from and I, I really hope that the gaming industry doesn't just find another way to manipulate and instead just goes mm. right this is the accepted practice everyone is okay with this let's just do this
4: that's, I, that's, I, that's, that's what I do not have faith in at all yeah, like, I, I want to have faith I in I mean we had season passes for instance not season passes what was the online kind of pass that you had for Arkham City where you had to enter a court to play online oh, and God. get like a character oh, and stuff um, the one where you got to play as Catwoman
3: and it yeah, was actually yeah. like a part of the story that, that just was just Right season type like thing we had that and yeah. then
4: everyone was like this isn't cool we don't want to pay it extra for buying pre owned and that went yeah. away and yeah. then we sort of got loot boxes and now they're going away and we I- recently had an example with player unknown's battlegrounds they had this thing
3: called an event pass yep. where basically because Fortnite you has one. but you had it so that like the items that you got from it uh, they expired after a the, after a certain or time a so you ended up being like oh I've paid money for this but now I don't have it. <laughs> strange, absolutely strange how we're doing it. But people just, will try everything to get into this. Yeah, and it's kind of like um, rock band used to sell yeah. songs, but mm-hmm. the thing that's yeah. you got to keep but, them. But that's the perfect way to do it. That is DLC. That is totally fine with your game. It's optional. Mm-hmm. You don't need to unlock it. it I do I Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it goes back around to what you said about like I remember the days when you got a full game. Like yeah. I remember the only time I ever cared about skins in a game, and this is. Like, not considering the reputation this game franchise has now, but Dead or Alive 2 on the mm-hmm. PS2, steering away from all the Ming inside of it. Yeah. Um, Dead or Alive 2 back when it first came on the PS2, very, very good fighting game. And there were psh, like, a Load of uh, skins <laughs> that you could get, and um, I remember just playing through that, just being like, Well, if I beat this many people or I keep playing the, ar- yeah. the arcade mode or whatever, I can get more stuff. And it didn't even enter your mind that someone could charge for that, but I mean, now that's the reality exactly, of it. Yeah. It's just
3: so, weird. Side note, yes, best outfit in that was Zach's uh, Teletubby with the um, big oh, dangly, God, dangly knob on his forehead.
2: <laughs> I always liked uh, Hayabusa's one from Ninja Gaiden. Oh, yeah, um, that was actually nice well. the actual skin from that, yeah, that
4: was but cool. yes, yeah, so um, that's a, a little smattering ah, of news I'll things. Tell you got what on. the biggest, sorry, I'll tell you what the biggest casual of bank transactions are cheat codes we oh, don't have yeah. cheat codes oh, anymore because yeah. we figured as well. we can just sell you these in a way yeah. or not put any effort into them at all a bit like skins <laughs> but we just no no more big head modes, no more well, th- I was about to say if you car. if you had an issue with somebody it would
3: be Goldeneye big heads paintball exactly. mode on let's go everyone said oh Final Destination on Smash get out <laughs> oh get god no out. it was always that or oh, for me it was always like Halo 2 any which, sort of old school Halo which version of Final Destination now that now there's 800 <laughs> million <laughs> levels in it
2: 1v1 me on
4: Rust 1v1 Oh,
2: don't even start with we'll, that, mate. We'll Knives only. Let's go. Yeah, we'll bring that back on Twitch since we're rolling all these things out. Mm. Um, so yes, that's a nice little smattering of news things. I thought we'd just delve into questions. I put the, sure. I asked on on uh, Twitter anyone had any questions, and we've got quite a decent response. I got quite a lot to pick from. So, oh, cool. uh, I'm gonna get you guys to pick some numbers, and we can allocate them to questions as we go. Okay, but I like sure. the randomness of the first one that came in, or one of the f- uh, first ones that came in. It just says, "What will just cause four need to do to recapture the enjoyment of the second game following the disappointment of the third? And that one. Comes <laughs> (laughs) from Chris Davey that's quite a tough one actually because I
3: have been spoiled uh, tremendously by the Just Cause 2 uh, PC multiplayer mod Mm. which just is bananas I don't think
2: my rig could handle that uh, mine couldn't either mine crashed
3: (laughs) so many times but when I when it worked it was amazing the thing is is that like I love Just Cause I think it's a fantastic franchise it's possibly veering a bit too close to the Saints Row issue of being too silly for its own good. And I feel like they can't really go anywhere um, beyond that point. Mm -hmm. So what I think they should do is really actually dial it back, maybe make it a little bit more story focused rather than it just being way go and just do all this thing I
2: feel like that would ground it a bit see, more see my thing with the story stuff because that's what they did in 3 it was like oh we're going to give Rico Rodriguez like a real backstory and we're going to do all that and yeah, I but was the like problem is, Who is that, cares? the problem
3: is is that Rico Rodriguez as himself is a parody of yes. action films yeah. so they should no offence possibly think about scrapping
2: him mm-hmm. and bringing in a new person to kickstart something again yeah especially if you're going to lean into the multiplayer side of things because everybody can make their own person and just I mean up.
3: adding in a multiplayer like com- competitive side to it imagine like doing sky uh, Sky glider races. Imagine doing, like, um, who can... Whip the most cars, but actually have it in a game mode. If they were going to go lean into the silliness that way, mm-hmm. that would be so that would that work. Would, that, would, yeah, that would be really just cool. make Just Cause Five or something online only, and just have it as like oh. a competitive that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm the devil. I'm the <laughs> devil.
1: So
2: I guess yeah, for mine it would be something to do with yeah, leaning into the ridiculousness, ditch anything in regards to trying to give the character like that weight, mm. and just kind of just lean into it. I mean, for me the thing that tanked Three uh, Just Cause Three was just that it didn't run. Like on yeah. PS4, yeah. it was yeah. so spotty, and uh, even if you wanted to give it a shot, I, mean, I love Just
4: Cause Two, but. I just couldn't play it. Yeah. So um yeah, that would kind of be my side of it. Yeah, I want there. I just I don't even want there to be sort of a like a a big narrative or anything. I just want there to be purpose in what I am doing. Because yes. I, I played three after I played through Avalanche Studios as Mad Max, because of obviously it could a couldn't game bloody player. Play. Oh god. And exactly. Yeah. What a game, but everything in that open world, you're doing ostensibly the same things you're doing in every other open world. You're taking out outposts, you know, mm. you're scavenging for the same same old taff, but really? everything's everything makes sense within that world you're doing it for a reason you're doing it to gain power and everything feeds into something else and mm-hmm. it yeah. feels really connected despite how you know desolate the bloody wasteland is as a whole and it <laughs> it, it just it was fulfilling to actually do it and then you yeah. wanted to do it rather than it wasn't just telling you you can do it if you mm-hmm. want to do it yeah
3: sometimes that's the problem isn't it like too much scope it, it's almost blinding it's that yeah. sandbox problem now where it's like here is everything you'd be like okay where do I start it's like wherever yeah. you want to it's like no maybe a little nudge would help yeah like, right? I'm not
2: gonna lie that's kind of what made me get a bit weird about Red Dead Redemption 2 like even just mm. on the reveal I'm like okay there's a million things but we both, what, we, we all why? know that
3: it's going to be a great game of course but, but it's I understand your worry because yes. it's like please don't distract me from something are you seeing this as a bait and switch thing where they're just going like right well maybe the main story's not as good
2: as this I, yeah side I just is. I don't know like I like Dead Cells has been such a great reminder of just pure gameplay like that mm. game I think to be honest like suffers a little bit in not having any narrative drive yeah. apart from just just go kill stuff yeah. but the mechanics of that thing are so lush and enjoyable and, and you know you get so like lost in a loop of just playing it and it, it's a reminder of like video games as a medium like you kind of mm-hmm. you need both sides and um, yeah something like the open world problem is just like it's big it's desolate it's a, go figure it out yeah, like just yeah. somewhere in there is the fun loop that we've designed and hopefully you'll find it and uh, that's if you can kind of get lost in it Uh, next up is a question from Chris you'll know who you are once I start reading this out Uh, what old games would you like to see given the same treatment as Resident Evil 2 he says personally he'd like (laughs) wow personally he'd like to see Siphon Filter Uh, oh what a shout Siphon Filter's a hell of a shout but I don't know if it has a place these days
3: oh mate no I I actually went back and played this fairly recently yeah Yeah, it's actually it hasn't held up as well as I would have thought (laughs) because it's still the controls are the thing that let it down Mm -hmm. but in terms of like the story and the gameplay about Spy being like betray, like I guess it's very cool.
2: I remember being, um, being brought up as a wee lad, and as soon as Siphon Filter ended the scene, I was like, trying to be Metal Gear, are you? Yeah, no, you were. And I just, I, I mean, I played the demo and I was like, this isn't Metal Gear, and I just never played it again. But so, I've heard Siphon I, Filter's many big. I
4: can't remember anything from Siphon Filter, but I remember playing the first one in, I think it was a bit of a, is it Jack Bauer from 24? Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. His catchphrase was damn. Well, the guy from Siphon <laughs> Filter said damn a lot, and I remember playing that with my dad in the Can first Can you name one. the
2: man from Siphon Filter? No. Gabe Logan.
4: Gabe Logan what yeah, a, great great name. Logan.
2: a great name yeah, nothing
4: says threatening like Gabe Logan only memory I have associated with that series is saying damn in front of my dad and he <laughs> told me off and I was like come on man there's a lot of worse things I could say I can imagine down. I can imagine a little, little Josh, brother Josh. Like giving, giving his father some lip <laughs> yeah.
3: as his dad yeah. slowly unbuttons his tail <laughs> between <laughs> my <laughs> legs I'm <gonna laughs> go on then.
0: you
4: <laughs> not again not that'll again. be in our saddest gaming moments coming soon yeah. to a, a
3: Friday chat near you I'm trying to think of like a retro game that we'd like to see the Resident Evil 2 treatment I mean the thing is that I've always wanted Resident Evil 2 to be remade so for me, it's that's true. Always true, true, However, I would uh, love to see, and this is way out there, and it's not even in the same realms, but I'd like to see a return of Point Blank. Oh, mate, you'd have to imagine. I want the G-Con gun. Yes. Just, I had the G-Con one. 45. Yeah, man. I had that, and I had Time Crisis. I yep. had Time Crisis 2. It was. The
2: dream, Point blank mate. is a phenomenal shooter as well. Yeah. Like, just, in fact, just I'd
3: rather a time crisis. Just bring yeah. that back; yeah, that'd be amazing. That's
2: still in arcades, but they never yeah. do. Like, it's just because the, the whole laser gun market fell apart. Like, it just didn't have any anything to go from. It didn't yeah. transition to the PS two. Even though I remember buying like guns for the PS two. I tell you what, really... actually,
3: I, I want to refine my, my answer because I own two copies of this game, and it's absolutely phenomenal. And I bet you neither of you have played it. One. hurdy gurdy. I've heard that Herdy, game. Hurdy Gurdy. Hurdy Gurdy is dope. That man. game, it alongside so like. Hurdy Gurdy is, it <laughs> is so, the, the, It's like, and it would be perfect for a remaster thing as yeah. well because the graphics the are kind of look, Cell yeah. shaded, uh, sepia toned, like almost like you're reading an old story fable mm-hmm. sort right. of thing. It's beautiful. It's about this kid who needs to win a herding competition and he has dupes and greeps and gloops
2: and, <laughs> and, and blogs or whatever, like, and this giant big pink furry it bear. Lush, it was mad. I remember because, I mean, it's people mad. talk about um, Sly Cooper as being the game that pioneered cell shading, but. Hoodie Goody did yep. its best on the PS1 tech and um, for me if it's an old game that needs to be completely revamped it's Soul Reaver because oh. that thing just needs a new audience Raziel yeah you are worthy like there's so much in that game it's so cool plus it's written by Amy Hennig who went on to do Uncharted and it's just like characters like Kane like Raziel are just so so well written like even if you go back to it now the opening cutscene from Soul Reaver is brilliant it's like the lore behind it as well yeah. like when they said that they were
3: going to bring back Nosgoth everyone was like oh this is going to be amazing <laughs> because we could finally get to back to the legacy of Kane worlds and then it was like here's all the lore here's all the thing and then it's like it's 4 v shooter it's actually an arena, it's like shooter. an arena shooter arena shooter that's, that's not very uh, engaging at all
2: and then like Legacy of Kain Defiance continues to just it was just cancelled never came back yeah. like yeah Soul Reaver is,
4: is a huge part of right shout yeah my childhood thank great you what was yours Mr. John? I don't know because you kind of put me on the spot now, I'm trying to think of one <laughs> mine genuinely would have been a Resident Evil probably right. maybe not two but two would have been up there Nemesis um, would have be been pretty good Nemesis is great I've sort just, just of an absolute dope one. Go on, Dino Crisis. Yeah, <laughs> or, 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 or,
3: or, or Parasite Eve.
4: Like, Dino Crisis
2: fits with all the Jurassic World. Yeah, any in any, it.
3: any sort of like uh, survival horror thing. Oh my god, did you guys ever play Galarians? No, no? dude, that game was sick. It was basically Galarian's. like you. Um, you were a, a mutant uh, boy who'd been experimented on, and he had this weird, uh, like. Uh, is it psych to telekinesis psychokinesis is a yeah. psychokinesis and stuff like that like he could move objects with his mind and okay. throw people around like and, stuff. and then basically it was just about you trying to escape from a lab and find all these other test subjects okay. it was it was like survival horror but you get to use mind powers oh god well. if
2: we're just talking about mind Stop. powers okay, I go. psyops the mind gate conspiracy <laughs> yes. yes absolutely Power phenomenal so second sight was good second too second sight was about to say I would say psyops be- they, they came out right <gasps> next to each other <gasps> oh psyops gasp. is way gasp. better than second sight gasp I'll, I will give you a, a full-on video debate on that. Right, I have one. Yes. It's Silent
4: Hill 1. That's where oh, so I went through that it a few Silent years ago. Because the HD remakes were bad. they yeah, were bad. They actually uh, took the fog yep. out of the game. <laughs> yes. it Which it is silly. But the first one is still really good. It's really scary if you go back mm-hmm. to it today. Silent Hill 2 probably gets the most love. Silent Hill 3 is more action-packed. But yeah. Silent Hill 1, there's a, there's a rough around the edges charm to that, that. The first Resident Evil 1 yeah. had. And I think if you give it the same treatment, you can sort of... Build upon the strong foundations that are there and haven't really been sort of revisited because no one really remembers Silent Hill One. We
2: true, remember yeah. Silent Hill no, it's Two. Yeah. yeah, Two Ten definitely overshadows it.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello
2: Uh, next question very easy to answer question this
0: uh, comes from Kane West who says
2: is Jules really like that in the office like a maniac Um, yeah but not as much as you think I'm just a regular guy just a regular guy I literally
3: just just do my time just do my time Jules is a lovely man he is a very lovely man I'm 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 here for a court mandated set amount of time (laughs) then then one day I'll be free when Ewan finally gives me the nod oh god well, I mean, the, okay. thing, the thing is, like, it, working here, it does drive you a little bit insane. All of us are mad in our own ways, but it's an incredibly fun job that I'll we tell have. Have you you about Shovel night Yes. Have you... Did you... All oh, right, okay, so Scott, you, yesterday, this is, just you for you go, this is just for you guys at home. Okay. Now, Scott wore a T-shirt in yesterday, and uh, he insists that it did not have any green on it, and he refused to take it <laughs> off or cover it up because of the fact he wanted everyone to know that he had a Shovel Knight on it. Well, that was even,
2: even though it was... Definitely green. It was not green. Check out the video that we did. Me and you did the, the one one told.
3: To- the one that they told me that they had to do a mask on. Yeah, they had to key it. They had yeah. to key it out. So but what I does that show, tell what you? That what what is is that that
2: tell that? I just don't but it's not green. Look up the colour green and look up Shovel Knight. He's not green. No, he's not, but the shadows on him were. Well, maybe
4: this confirms Looks that you're a
2: maniac I, because it's not
4: green. I didn't oh, see okay. this t-shirt, but I know for a fact it was green. It's <laughs>
2: not green. But not to worry, it's fine. Next question from Jim, yep. who says if you could make one change to a single game, what game and change would it be and why? Oh my god. So, assumedly, it's stuff that had, I don't know, things that we liked a hell of a lot of, but it had one niggling flaw, something that you would change. I mean, for mine, it's not a small change, but my mind goes to Deus Ex um, Human Revolution, because the Mm. boss battles were absolutely terrible. (laughs) Yeah, they were. And I wonder if they had more time, they could design bosses that reflected your character rather than forcing you into encounters that you weren't necessarily prepared for.
3: Um, Bioshock Infinite, but make it a horror game.
2: Ooh, oh, God, Because
3: Because, because I, I wanted to love Bioshock Infinite yep. so much. And you know what? The thing that really just tore down my hopes was the fact that they consistently tied it to the first two games, but then almost placed itself on a pedestal saying mm. we're the better ones. I'll give you a good yeah. example is when they used the Portal technology, the Rift uh, uh, technology to tear, that's the word I'm looking yes. for, tear uh, thing to look through. And they stole the ideas from the big daddy from Dr. Sushong <laughs> but then Dr. Sushong stole his ideas from them yep. implying that their people in Infinite were the smarter ones and that he was actually just a bumbling idiot that yep. just happened
2: to luck his yep. way through and it's like oh this is absolute
3: Billy See, even outside
2: is. of that like yeah the lore side of it was a bit like, I just I couldn't get on board with it but even outside of that the way that it played like I always thought that fighting the big daddies was the worst part of Bioshock because you just bounce off them and there's yeah. no dodge button and then so now them the, the handymen handymen and, and it was terrible they could only shoot in the heart and make them bullet sponges And the, I
3: I didn't like the fact that they kept on having the numbers every time you shot them. You saw the amount of damage that he did in numbers above their head. It's like oh. talk about a great way of ruining the immersive factor so of. playing know, a I, video I game. Have, I
4: have, I have, that's my pet peeve in any game. Any game <laughs> that has like numbers of. That. I can see the allure of it, but yes. it takes me right out of it. We I need love Borderlands, yeah. but yeah. the same.
2: As if that. we ever get like, I mean, we get comments on this depending on wherever we end up. Hopefully somewhere with comments. People yeah. should say whether or not they like numbers coming off guns or coming off targets yeah. when you shoot them because yeah. that is a is a hell of a 50-50 split. I can see both sides of it, it's but weird, I did not like it too. It's not no, not what I it, want. It doesn't fit with, if it fits with the tone thematically. Like I'd say, the Boardlands two could get
3: away with it because it's called comical, over the top, and it's like, look how much we're doing it. That's mm-hmm. and a. Abuse of numbers and, and visual stimuli mm-hmm. in a game like Barshock Infinite, I just didn't think that it suited it.
2: No, no, personally. And even though it's a bigger, it's not a tiny change. It's not quite hard to think of just it's off, not, it's off not, the cuff it's not small change. JRPG. Do <laughs> I mean, to see this? Do I? But yeah. yeah, the idea of Barshock Infinite being more like a corridor crawler, like Gone Home, or like a more fixed narrative experience. Yeah. I think I would totally take that. Just strip the combat out of it.
4: I think I would take out again, not a, not a small fix, but not a huge fix. I would stop. Any enemy in Resident Evil Seven from not being able to be killed when you uh, when you get oh, changed yeah. chest around um, yeah. during yeah. the opening hours by Jack, it was fun for a little bit, but yeah. it was just a waste of ammo and it was just horrible. By the especially end. when yeah. you became sort of more powered up and you're like, yeah. cool, I've got the handgun, I've got the shotgun, whatever, and it's just yeah. kind of like, but this is a waste of and my time. I, 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 I remember the yeah. first time I put him down, and I was like, yes, you're dead, you're gonna stay there, and he got back up, and I was like, shocked. <laughs> when that happened the tenth time with the row, because you, because you, yeah, you can go and hide from him, but you don't want to do that all the time. It I just I, takes
3: I, you out. So, well, let's just roll off the back of this let's just say all games get rid of sewer levels as well oh god not water levels got, water levels have their own place but sewer levels they are all we the same
2: we need to do some sort of investigative piece on the history of sewer levels because where the hell did they come from and why do game developers think that anyone wants to roam around in a sewer why is it because all, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Battletoads I don't know why
3: are they all the same as well every single thing Green you get, water. To a, get to a point you've got to do a crank to open a door <laughs> and then there's a flooding thing sort of thing or it's like oh look there's um,
4: rusty caged bar things yep, that you can't, can't get, get through past but that, you yeah. see the enemy that's on the <laughs> other side it's like oh my goodness you just described every Spider-Man game ever why does yeah. that series in particular always have sewer levels it's they never let you uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's not a clever boy is he because he, he'd be like oh
3: my skill is uh, zipping about on uh, buildings in the air oh where should I go <laughs> oh
2: underground against slippery but slimy but man I
3: see you coming yeah but subversive doesn't mean that he's just like no come out
2: no it's true just climb back out of the manhole cover yeah. and do yeah. why we like you or twatter with
3: the manhole cover like you did in the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2 which looked awful no, don't, yeah, don't they, talk
2: about the that. CGI on that was way too <laughs> overset. anyway but this is not the point not the point yeah. let's pivot into a different type of question uh, what is your average day at work like um also, also says, they can't wait to listen and thank all you fine folks. Oh, that's very much. much. That comes from Nathan Paxton. Um, hey. Our average day, it involves a hell of a lot of trying to get as much stuff done as possible. It's whether stressful. It be, yeah, whether it be writing something, presenting something, yeah. emailing to contact someone about something, uh, or talking about ideas between us. Yeah. It tends to be... A big old rollout of everything. It's one of those things where we have a schedule
3: and we yes. try desperately to keep to it, but we never do. For example, the <laughs> filming uh, the recording of this, it was offset by a uh, studio booking. Yes, time, Adam so. is currently
2: waiting to do his thing because he's close- doing other stuff. If you listen closely, you can hear the tap of his feet. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the days tend to just be just never-ending, and it tends to result in a whole bunch of stuff getting put online. But, 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 tru- but trust me, this is the thing. Orders. Like,
3: every single day flies past because yeah. of yeah. the fact that, like, working here is a, it's an
2: absolute <laughs> dream.
3: Like, if, if somebody's used to say, like, oh, do you want to go back to your, to an office job or something? I'd be like, uh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, thank you. What are you going to say, Josh? I can't remember. Oh, God. Hard pass. In that case, let me give you an easy one. What is your favourite first-person shooter that comes from That's not emin- an easy one. Guys. Oh, it's easy. It's
3: Halo 2. Is it? Oh, no, it's, oh, no, it's it, Titanfall 2. It? Wow, oh, uh, to be fair yeah. though, Time for Two yeah. is great. It's just completely... Underappreciated. It's very much, yeah,
2: it's overlooked, underappreciated. Mm. I mean, the thing is, the question was favorite first-person shooter. So yeah. You don't need to worry about objective standards. If you're gonna go personal favorites, mine would be Halo 2 because that was the first one I took online, and I have the most memories associated. But mine would be Time
3: Splitters 2. Nice. It was, it was, really, shout. It was a released shout. on my birthday back in oh, and, 1933. is 1933. 2004, five. Is that when it came out? Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Time oh, but, but Time Splitters 2. Yeah. Bit, but it came out around that time, and the story uh, single player alone was fantastic. The multiplayer was fun. Phenomenal, and oh, the york. challenge modes that you could get. Uh, oh, honestly, <laughs> oh. time 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 splitters. Actually, I might revise my thing of what could get the Resident Evil Two treatment. Okay, time, time splitters. splitters. Two, oh, just yeah. a, Just beautify oh. that and send that back out. Time splitters and, is top five yeah. in our so, so yeah.
2: I rescind my decision as well. Although I love Soul Reaver, Crash Team Racing. Oh. Because if you put that out now with the full network yeah. capabilities and all that yeah. kind of thing, yeah, just give me that like a full HD version of you know that.
4: Give me that. That's my favorite first-person shooter. I think. What is your fir- fir- I favorite? I don't know. I was thinking this potentially um, Bioshock. Now you mentioned yeah, that? it. Yeah, it's I a fantastic loved, game. I went through the remastered trilogy last year, yum, and yum, it was yum. it held up way better than I thought it was going to. It was okay. so, like, even the shooting was. Pretty good, especially yeah. number two. I think as a series, potentially that. All Call of Duty four is the basic one. I would yeah. go for. because my God, Cold back 4 in the day, was, it was life day, changing. It yeah, was, yeah. It was
3: Modern Warfare two was amazing as yes, well. Like yes. it was so slick, and mm. the, and again, it's the Spec Ops mode that uh, they added in. That's what hooked me for. Weeks. Same, love and that. you could do it in co op as well. I yep.
2: just, yeah, One Warfare was such a high point. Modern Warfare yep. 1 and 2, both brilliant, dropped the hell off after 3. For me, I dropped after 3. That
3: actually used to be our argument, Sessler, actually. It didn't used to be knives only on Rust, it used to be sn- uh, Skidoos <laughs> and going down the hill who can uh, get down there the fastest. Nice.
2: Yeah, that that level was just one hell of a Blood like, <laughs> Handling was good. I, I, was I might go back and play that tonight. You sure, actually. I mean, it's the, great, the yeah, remaster's yeah, good. really good as yeah. well. Um so the next one up comes from the doodler Adam who says who would be your dream character to include in Super Smash Bros ultimate it can be from any oh, franchise wow. or series Gabe Logan. great question. Gabe Logan. Mr. Gabe, Gabe Logan. Gabe Logan. Well, just with the taser, he, taster, it, he like, <laughs> it, it tases them until they set on fire, which you could totally oh, do. Oh, yeah, he yeah. could. I think, uh, I think I'd, probably go, I'd probably backpedal back to Raziel, although yeah. he doesn't fit tonally because he's way too grimdark. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think of old school. A like, space marine. Maybe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> which one? With the space marine? Proper the Rapper?
2: Yeah, Parappa's pretty good. He Is was in either? these PlayStation All-Stars. Was he in yeah. any, um, any Anyone, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, any franchise. I'm trying to think of someone who hasn't been in like a fun little brawl I uh, that, who would benefit from it?
3: Vib Ribbon. Vib Ribs All oh, what a shout!
2: Just Vib- she could that. turn into like the the angel. She could yep. turn into the worm. She could have all these things. Bring and she that could, back like, for, I, you, for the remaster thing as that. well. Because Vib Ribbon. I mean, the whole the, if you haven't played Vib Ribbon, you play as a little wiry uh, wireframe rabbit, mm-hmm. and you travel left to right along the screen. And the levels are made from music, but you could put your own CDs in, and it, and was it was would generate levels so based good. on your own music. It so was good. so good. Sounds and it, good. It was phenomenal. It had one of the
3: best opening theme songs ever. And <laughs> Josh is looking at us I'll so trust you. confused. Were you born then? It I catching. probably wasn't. No, no, I- <laughs> probably
4: not. He was, uh, a twinge, he was
3: just a twinge in his uncle's nutsack. We'll
2: at some point have to wrap this up because it's our first <laughs> one. <laughs> it way longer for you to get to that than I thought so. <laughs> It's one per pod. Yep. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, at some point we'll have to wrap this up just because it's our first one, but we might go longer depending on the feedback. Sure, 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 sure. So, uh, in this, I don't know, we've got a couple of good, nice little, little hearty questions to go from here. Okay. This one's quite hard, um, but a name I can't pronounce, so I'm going to give that to you. Okay. What do you think that name is? Uh, I think it's Irish. I'm going to go with... Sharon, Current, Current. You probably know who you, who you are. Current says, "Who would you cast in the Metal Gear movie?" Oh, now me and Jules did do a full video on this. Yeah, we did, um, and we debated who Solid Snake should be. Now, my choice back then was Scott Eastwood, not because of his acting chops, but because I think he replicates the Metal Gear Solid on the PS One era Solid Snake. Did I say Carl Urban? for my You one? might have done a lot that of the ones that people rich. talk about, mm. uh, Carl Urban or Hugh Jackman, yeah. um, or possibly uh, Josh Watts' face from Lost, who plays Holloway. Sawyer, Josh Holloway from Lost.
4: Um, so there's all them but Josh do you have a particular You know what pick? I mean this question has dogged me for 10 years like <laughs> I, I can't find a perfect snake cuz you know when you, when you, when snake. you're younger you want just David Hayter to play Yeah, yeah. but that's never ever going to happen and then no. you obviously you go to people like Hugh Jackman or even mm. Josh Holloway yeah. I don't know who I'd want to do it like Alexander Skarsgård maybe What's someone been like I th- that
3: I tell you what this might be a really out there thing Go on Was it you No not me okay. I don't uh, um the shine on my forehead would, be, it would, give, would give a signal to every guard in the mar. the shine, but it's um, the dad from Modern Family. <laughs> no, 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 not, no, no, not, not, not as his character. But trust me, you look at him. Imagine him in a. Seri- <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: imagine him in a, in a serious role. I. Uh... No, I won't. I don't uh, know. What, uh, I don't know who that man is. I uh, just laugh because re- it's a man from a sitcom. I can't, can't remember no. his name, but he's he's bloody brilliant. I'm sure he's great. I mean, at the end of the day, like it depends what year they pick because you've yes. got Metal like, like, Gear Solid One. Snake is different to yeah. two. Two is obviously very more heavily modeled on uh, Kurt Russell and things like that. Then you've got Big Boss, who's yeah. also a snake. That's the thing. I've given old. Yeah. I've given old the Big Boss to Kurt Russell. But the right, problem, the problem yes, is that Kurt Russell. This Kurt is no, old. It's,
3: it's no offense to him as well. His body ain't in the in no. the in the right.
2: Even if you dressed him up like he was in escape from L.A. Now, I don't think he necessarily look that good yeah. but I don't know who you get as a, as a modern Kurt Russell but yeah the Metal Gear movie as Jordan Bo Roberts is finding out is nigh on impossible to get off the ground but hopefully yeah. he'll I don't know have something to announce at some yep. point I kind of hope it doesn't come out the Metal Gear movie yeah just, with you,
3: just because of the fact that there hasn't really been a successful I, I'm, it's true I, critically I mean, and
2: commercially true the um i always like the silent hill movie like i don't think it's it's the ripping the skin off and throwing it at the church is is they mwah, that, that they is, get that the, is the most beautiful. elements right i think like the most things right in terms of just what you want to see from a silent hill movie the tone the way that it's shot like actually replicates the game camera yeah. um things like that like that stuff's really bang on and then you have the enemy designs like um, pyramid head looks brilliant and things like that um, yeah, there hasn't been a truly great video game movie unless you do the Robert's thing which is that movies like Edge of Tomorrow are already yeah, great video yeah, game yeah, movies yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's a hell of a, a hill to climb Adam Kleeby can play him he can, there anything that man it. can't do? exactly okay, so we'll end on a slightly more generic question but you can't have an inaugural podcast or a, I don't know, crowdsourced question bucket without a question like this Okay. so, this comes from Emiok and says who would win in a fight, a Jedi or a Wizard? He says, personally, a Jedi Ooh, would win. That is a toughie, isn't it? A wizard? Well, it
3: depends. What type of wizard are we talking about? Are we talking like your Namby Pamby Harry Potter wizard who just... Like, and then we go full-on
2: archetypal mage wizard. So let's think like battle, Diablo... Battle mage. Yeah, battle so. mage. I mean, if we're going down the Jedi, then... Because the, the thing is, let's do this properly. The assumption is that the Jedi can block lightning, because there is a force technique yeah. where you can block lightning, only if you're a dark side. Uh, and, and he said, Jedi, I'm not Sith. So... Assumably, they won't be able to block lightning, no, and a mage can. The lightsaber blocks the lightning. You can absorb that's, that's it. A, yes. Oh, I suppose yes. that is a technique to master. Though I, mean, I was thinking uh, only dark side people could
3: do. I, that. I mean, I just—if it was a battle between a Jedi and a necromancer, mm. then I would probably just be like the necromancer, just because he would just basically just get loads of like skeletons to like yes. hold him down, use death, pull him into hell, easy. Is game it over. a necromancer a wizard though? Well, mm, he uh, you uh, uses the dark arts, which <sighs> is which, okay. Wiz- if we're going wizard like Gandalf, yes. you sort of thing. Yes, uh, that can only Skyrim
2: wizards, mages, staff. I Not d- hands, is a finger thing. I think that maybe the Jedi's uh, reaction skills probably would outwit... It depends. I guess it depends what sort of what body of skills the wizard can pull from because, yeah. assumedly, like you have the lightning, you have elemental attacks. But the it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's the defense them. for the yes. wizard because,
3: like, the wizard might be able to block like incoming like uh, force push or mm-hmm. force lightning if it has like a big bubbly shield sort yeah, of thing, which they usually but, do. But if like the lightsaber is being thrown at you and being force controlled to slice through, and we have determined that a lightsaber would cut through most things, well, I yeah, mean, you Captain have. i you never made it to air. Never did. <laughs> but no. Yes. Um, But that's why I think that maybe the Jedi would
4: win, maybe? Depends on one one major thing. Go on. Who has the high ground? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, true. Um, very, I, I very guess true. in
4: this case, it would start with them on a level playing field, and then assumedly one of them gets the high ground. Jedi would always find the high ground Oh, Jedi. See,
2: well, the thing with that is that proves that a Jedi, if, if they're on the low ground, they're somehow fundamentally flawed, and a wizard can easily get to the high ground. Not fundamentally flawed, just they'll always be on the high hey, the, ground. Hey, g- the great Darth Vader himself fell to the fact that he was slightly lower down a hill. Exactly. So yeah. a Idiot. wizard just needs to step up three steps nope. and he can win. That's, no. I mean, I'm, I think a wizard would win because a Jedi can't block the vast array of abilities that a wizard can tap. But out.
3: then again, as uh, I play D anD D quite a lot, so so you need to actually be focused quite a lot to cast spells. And, it's, and according to D anD D rules, you need to have uh, spells memorized or concentrate. Now, your concentration can be broken mm. if you are um, mind controlled. Mm-hmm. If you have a Jedi mind trick, then you can't think of anything, mm-hmm. and then you're just a guy with a staff. Exactly. It's, and trust I mean, me, I've been up many of those in my life, and they're easy.
2: It's very true. I think if we bring in the endurance
4: factor, a Jedi yeah.
2: has more has more. Or training yeah. and has and knows how to go the distance, whereas the majority of wizards either it's an innate ability or it's something that they only got from a school of yeah. winterhold. You yeah. get
4: someone like Yoda flipping around all all over the place. You wouldn't get him. him for anything, you would be, you? No, exactly. You'd be like, mm. "What is going on?" And then you'd be in half and falling down a well. <laughs> or yeah, actually, I'm, I'm fully in the Jedi camp now. I think. Okay.
2: Yep. Are you So you're gonna go Jedi. Yes. I'll go wizard. I go Jedi. Jesus Okay well in that case We'll have to go with Unanimous decision there Which is go. that the Jedi Would beat the wizard This is yeah. exactly
4: how Crash Bandicoot became yes, One of the best it. games Of last year it Genuinely is yes. Like I cannot
2: get across How truthful that statement is And we have to live With the consequences So from here on in A Jedi can beat a wizard And really? we'll go from there So yes let us know I don't know what you guys Thought of this Depending on where you hear it Get back in touch with us All on Twitter Jules what is your Twitter My handle My Twitter
4: handle is At retroj with a zero Mine's at Josh Broon With at two oars
2: Noise And mine is at Slash underscore LP89 I think that's actually not even true. I think it's actually slash LP <laughs> underscore eight nine. You'll find us. Just search for our names. And uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you guys next time on the next Bob Culture Gaming Podcast. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Have you ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.